Go! Hey everybody, you're probably immediately noticing I'm not Jordan, but welcome He's to not. the PCP Pixel Clicks podcast. Once again, we're here doing our weekly wrap-up of the news. Yes. I'm here with Shane Carpenter, the man down under. Straight under! Thunder. <coughs> the Australian Thunder down under. And Sergio's here this week. Woo! It's crazy. Sergio! Sergio! I feel like he hasn't been here for a million years. Pretty much. He's been here for... He's not been here for so long that I'm not even sure if he's actually here right now because he's not saying anything. Yeah. Say something, Sergio. Before I put this slap bracelet on you. Slap it. Your children will be mine. I just watched The Witch, so it was really weird. There's a bunch of weird stuff about kids getting uh, stolen and eaten, stuff like that. So hmm. I wanted to bring that to the. I just watched Zoolander. Episode. What? I watched Zoolander too, and I felt my brain leaking out of my head. <laughs> so. Oh God, that that was that was yeah. yeah. I just want to know who was like, "This is a great idea. We should do that." At least. What? It was a free uh, show. Sponsored by Zoolander, apparently. So. Piracy. Or piracy. <laughs> okay, so what's first on the docket this week? I suppose we should probably start with the craziness, absolute insanity that has been going on in the Dota 2 world this weekend. Well, not really this weekend, but this week, I suppose. So, to start that off, uh, essentially what has been happening is they, I think it's the first time they've done a major tournament in China, if I remember correctly, and then Valve's not doing it, like, directly, they're doing it through a production company, the always reliable Perfect World Entertainment, and <laughs> surprise, surprise, it's not quite a perfect world over there. Uh, apparently so the tournament surprised. has been quite a mess, uh, lots of downtime, uh, Asking you're not having things to fill in the gap. It, it's just been absolute chaos. And is Dota even that exciting to watch? <laughs> to some people, yeah. Hey, uh, it hey, all has to it's do a with three, it. It's a three million dollar tournament. That's hey, free. I just gotta Which say, you can, I'll watch anything if the announcer's good. And he took the bread and he put it on his back. Look at that, he's got some no fat mayonnaise. Put it on there as fast as he can. I wonder what he's gonna do about it. I don't know. Maybe in his next paycheck, he can pull <laughs> Just spread it. It all depends on Spread the announcer. It. Spread it tight. And it's 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 uh, funny you mention announcers because that's where the real controversy kicked in this week. So I totally am blanking out on his last name. Edward because everyone just knows him as Two GD. Two GD. Mr. James, one of the we most prolific announcers out around in, and he's he does a lot of different stuff, but he's done Dota. Uh, the last few TI Invitationals, he's been doing that and doing pretty well. He's a controversial figure because he's kind of, I don't want to call him like the Bill O'Reilly, but... Yeah, so he just hates everyone, <laughs> especially women. Well, and he kind of does. Like he may, he, I mean, that's perfect, actually. 
Because <laughs> that's everybody. what he gets in trouble for, is saying kind of sexist thing, making fun of the fans. But that's his character, you know, and everybody loves him for it. Except for Gabe Newell, apparently, because uh, so what what happened is the first, I believe it was the first day, yeah. and then halfway through the second day, James was pretty much carrying the team on his back, uh, filling in a lot of the downtime because they didn't have assets, videos, things like that, to fill in all these gaps when things were just going crazy behind the scenes there. And then, apparently he said some stuff that must have pissed off some higher-ups at Valve, because halfway through day two, he was just fired out of the blue. And everybody, of course, immediately started freaking out, going, what's going on, what's going on? And there was no mention from Valve. And James wanted to keep it professional, so he didn't really say anything about it at first. He oh, The one thing he did clarify is people thought it maybe it was like Chinese censorship or something like that. And everybody was going, oh, you goddamn it, perfect world. You, they must have done it. And then he came out and was like, no, I straight up got fired by Valve. So, everybody continued to do their little ranting and raving. Forks. Yeah. The Dota 2 subreddit was kind of all hell breaks loose. So, the man, the myth, his, the legend himself, Mr. Gabe Newell. Crawled out of the darkness! <laughs> popped up on his official Reddit account and straight up just said, Hey, I got two things to say about this real quick. One, James is an ass, and we're not going to work with him anymore. And two, on while we're on the topic of firing people, we're also firing Perfect World. And trying some new things and to get this mess together. He's, he said it with the sass of, like, Oprah giving everyone cars. Since we're uh, since we're firing, you get fired, and you get fired. Everybody's getting fired. Which everyone gets a fire. Point two was a good thing. Everybody was happy about point two, because it clearly needed to happen, but um, let's just say it's a tad bit unprofessional for a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company to call somebody publicly somebody, yeah, Publicly call somebody an ass. Uh, so, are you sure he you was saying? Imagine. Are you sure he was saying that and not uh, reciting uh, the the quote from Requiem for a Dream, where that old man yells out "ass to ass"? <laughs> sure, sure, that's possible. It's, it's possibility. Possible. Could have gotten lost in translation. <laughs> but uh, so, as you can imagine, uh, this is pretty much one of the most famous and well-liked casters in the casting world and the person who most of the community kind of seemed to think was carrying the tournament on his back so having Gabe come out of nowhere and call him an ass and fire him might not have gone over too well uh, it's pretty much been thermonuclear war on social media uh, 4chan, 8chan, the reddit Dota 2 subreddit, everyone's kind of losing their minds out of anger about this. Yeah. And it's pr it's just so surreal to have somebody from... I mean, Valve is known for not ever saying anything about anything, so for them to finally come out and straight up say something and not even, like, beat around the bush. They're just, James is an ass! I was like, what the? Whoa, where'd this come from? I think that's, that's not exactly... When you go to PR school, it's like 
the first thing you learn is you don't call people assholes and things like that. So it's been a little chaotic, to say the least. Um, I, I think I find it interesting because he, G, 2D, right? 2GD. Yeah. 2GD? James. James. I gotta look his Put out his, up. like, longer response to things today. Well, the, yeah, I was gonna get to that. He and, came out with a 17-page, like, goddamn manifesto yeah. in response. And I find the thing a little more interesting that his issue was Valve was trying very hard to push on... Like, they knew what they were signing themselves up for in the first place, mm-hmm. so they hired, when they hired him. Well, that's So in the... that respect, I'm on his side because I'm like, yeah. They knew what they were signing up for. Well, that, that's the thing, though. Did they know what they were signing up for? Because from what I've pieced together from James's response and responses from other people who've worked with him and worked at the event itself, that's kind of the theme that I've taken away from it is that the reason, as one person on Reddit said, is the reason Valve never talks to us is because Valve never talks to each other either. Well, I was- yeah, I guess that's true. Because he posted re- a screenshot showing him talking to one of the Dota, like, devs. Yeah, one of the main people from Dota. Who asked him to host it, and they were like, yeah, just be yourself. Do yeah. your thing. Which, which, Are you sure he was saying right. that out of just, like, how to give him confidence because he was super nervous? No, just be yourself. It's all right. Make it was fun on a of Skype woman. conversation... And he was I, straight up telling him, like, oh, yeah, just James, just be James. We yeah. know why everybody likes I him. couldn't see it be a confident thing, confidence thing, because I'm like, this guy has done so much yeah. esports commentary. It's, no, that's not necessary. So it sounds like, uh, from piecing together kind of what, what James's thing said, that it's kind of one of those situations of everybody who was actually, like, there in the trenches, working at the event, you know, talking with James and the other casters, things like that. Like, they were totally cool with everything that was going on. It sounds like one of those situations where there's a disconnect between the people who actually are doing the work and the people who are, like, higher up in the chain, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because... We still say they had some issues with somebody before... This, and like yeah, kind of over. he keeps alluding to this guy named Ali, who sounds like, as much as you can be in charge of a thing at Valve, he sounds like he's kind of the guy who's in charge of putting on these kind of events and making them all, you know, big esports slash sports events. And it sounds like Ali really <coughs> wants this to be sports, more of a traditional sports type thing. Yeah, and. That's the part of the argument that's going on at the moment that I find more interesting. What, whether or not... the battle between, is esports a sport, or is it still video games? Hmm. Right. Because that's what it seems like the big disconnect is, is that, like, it sounds that, like, the people who are uh, higher up in the chain, like Ali, Gabe, things like that, they're really pushing for the more traditional sports angle of appealing to more of the masses, so kind of the poking fun at players and inappropriate jokes. Things like that don't really jive in traditional sports, and it sounds like that's 
why they got angry, whereas the fans who watch it now love that stuff. That's what they come to watch. That's why they... That's the whole point of a caster, is that, you know, the crazy things they're going to say. You're not, you don't, you're not looking for esports casters who are just boring robots who are just spouting play-by-play and that's it, like you usually hear in, you know, basketball, football, things like that. You're going there for the personality. So to get mad at somebody and call him an ass for displaying the personality that everybody knows them for just seems insane to me, you know? What if it's that thing where he's, where it's like, you know, he's so high up that he's just so above the ground that he doesn't know what's going on, doesn't really know who he is, and he's just like, yeah, it's just, this guy's entertaining. So then he just, you know, signed him on real quick without actually knowing. You know, like an old man trying to pretend like he knows who Smash Mouth is. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. You know what I mean? It's that's possible. What it kind of, I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like from what Valve, uh, Gabe's statement said is that he was given a second chance because people at Valve had come out for him, which is kind of the way it sounded like with the things like Ice Frog and whatnot, saying, yeah, you know, be yourself, things like that. And then maybe they were expecting him to be more reserved. You know, the thing... One of the things he mentioned in his uh, manifesto <laughs> is that essentially that he was, he, you know, he the last few Dota tournaments that he's done, he's been much more reserved than his character usually is, and that's because Valve straight up told him like, hey, you need to tune it back a little bit, and he's totally fine with that. He, you know, that's if you tell somebody to do something, he'll do it. But yeah. this tournament in particular. They just told him, yeah, go with, go with the flow. Do whatever you want. And that doesn't seem like that's what the higher-ups wanted. But nobody really was communicating this, you know what I mean? This that's really seems to be the big issue with Valve nowadays, is not only communicating with the community, but just between themselves. You know, the, the fact that he was fired not by, you know, being contacted directly... Or you know, by by Gabe, or maybe doing it after the event, or you know, something a bit more professional like that. He was literally his best friend that works at Valve. Got an email in the middle of the event from Gabe, telling him you need to go fire James. Like yeah. that's pretty unprofessional way to handle things, especially the fact that they're like in the middle of a cast essentially, and he's just like, go fire James right now. You know, it's that whole kind of system that they have that everybody goes, oh, we love Valve because there's nobody in charge and, you know, it's there's no management and things and everybody can do what they want at Valve. It's that's, It seems like it's a great system for the people who work there, but when it comes to any sort of situation where you have to work with people outside of, of the core Valve group, it just leads to chaos because there's nobody who can tell those outsiders what to do because sure. nobody is quote in charge yet there's definitely somebody well, in charge what you're telling me is Gabe Newell is the man in the high castle uh, pretty much I mean he just he's, came out of nowhere it's just like he was just like hold on hold on I just turned on my stream and I heard something bad who the hell hired this guy angry email fire this bastard right now Okay, 
<laughs> you know, and, and I think that's part of the problem too. Is is like you were saying about whether it's esports or versus sports, yeah. and that kind of. Which I find pull. hilarious because I'm like, Blizzard, this is like limited esports knowledge coming out right now. So feel free to blast me in the comments, everybody. But um, I feel like from what I've seen slash watched of Blizzard esports stuff. It still feels like video games. Yeah. Like their commentators yeah. are a lot more energized and a lot more focused on like mechanics and stuff like that. Meanwhile, I've watched a couple of League of Legends stuff and some Dota, and yeah, it feels more like sports, like very plain and boring. Right. Exactly, right. and that's that's kind of the big issue, <laughs> is that I feel like as the bigger esports is getting, the more it's kind of losing what made it entertaining in the first place Which, to gamers in I, that in that quest to go. We got to get as many people as possible. We need to get yeah. this on ESPN too. Because they you want know, the money, like that. Yeah, they, they want, want the money. The money. From that's ESPN. what it comes down to. <laughs> that ESPN and, and, money, man. The whole reason people watch esports is because they don't like sports. So, <laughs> the whole idea of we need to make it more like sports is just, it's so backwards mm. and insane to me. I do know? say I enjoy watching esports more than regular sports, and the commentators help. Uh, yeah. Specifically when they sound like sports commentators. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, so. You know, that's pretty much the situation so right now. It. It's pretty much, uh, people are kind of waiting to see what Valve's going to say. If anything, in response to the kind of allegations that James was throwing down. But it's, it's, he, at the same time, he, he wasn't really, he didn't really say anything too crazy, you know? He, he seemed, for the situation of this guy supposedly being so unprofessional that we need to fire him. Oh, yeah. Well, he seemed like the way more professional person in this situation because he's not going on Reddit calling people asses. Well, and I don't think you would have masses. anything to gain from calling anybody an ass, you know? Yeah. So, why bother in the first place? Like, Valve was already fucked up. They called somebody, Gabe Newell, who's the CEO of the fucking company, came out and said somebody's an ass on the internet. So... As far as I'm concerned, it's like, it's their game to lose now. Nobody yeah. else. I think the biggest losers right now are going fans. to be the fans. Because that tournament, From I mean, I haven't watched it myself, but from what I've seen on Reddit and the different chans is that it's definitely got this kind of... Uh, environment that's going on where every, all the people working there seem like they're scared shitless because they don't know and you know, the man in high castle as you said could come down at any moment and fire them for anything so they're not making jokes they're much more reserved and you know, nobody's doing trying to make, come up with interesting in in new things to fill in the gaps of time it's just let's all play this very close and strict to the book guys nobody trying to do anything crazy because we don't want to get fired yeah. You know, and that makes for an extremely boring uh, 
you know, uh, broadcast for the fans. So, you know, no matter what happens with James, you know, I feel like he's going to land on his feet. But, and, and Valve, you know, Valve's Valve. They'll always make retired amounts of money and, yeah. and whatnot. But I don't, I just, I don't really know how you can come back from this and keep putting on a production that the fans are going to enjoy because you've essentially gone after the one man everybody enjoyed the most and scared the shit out of everyone else. <laughs> so, yep. All in this weird quest to appeal to people who watch ESPN more. Dun, dun, because, dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, that's, that's going to work. I, I don't... Football fans, come Woo! watch our. We gotta get that money, yeah. Well, you know, San Diego's losing a football team, so we'll probably Don't get an this. esports team. <laughs> Chargers <laughs> actually said they're gonna stick around for at least a little bit. So. Yeah, let them out of here. It's okay. <laughs> but you know, they're only saying that because. <laughs> Nobody wanted to get them. Yeah. Like, it was like, no, nah, we don't really want you. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then the the Spanos family was like, oh, oh, we're just kidding. Oh, we're just kidding. I'm sorry. You know what? You know what? You want some flowers? You want, you want, you want to touch your balls? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, And then he proceeded to say, to ass you. to ass. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So. And then dick to ass. Yeah. Dick to ass. <laughs> okay. We're going there. Anyway, so, speaking of that, yeah, I'll just say is... real quick wrap up. Definitely going to be something you guys should keep. Everybody should keep an eye on because this has been one crazy roller coaster ride. So definitely look for updates next week's podcast because I'm sure this isn't going away anytime soon. Yep, probably well, not. And I just almost fell backwards in my chair. Speaking of falling bad. backwards. Namco Bandai is falling back because they've decided to do mobile games. Nice. Okay. Based on Dark Souls. That's, Dark, that okay. makes perfect sense to me. Oh, I saw that article. I think, God, where was it at? And I saw, like, the pictures of the mobile game, and I'm like, did a five-year-old make this? So, there's a mobile game coming out tomorrow. Surprise. Tomorrow. Called Slashy Souls. Wait, from Namco. I'm I'm sorry. You, you're gonna have to repeat that. <clears throat> sorry. It's called Slashy Souls. What? <laughs> it's pretty much what Deep Below turned into. Um. It is a 2D endless runner. In, inspired by Dark Souls. Not made by From Software, mind you. But also published by GameStop. Just oh. in case you didn't know that GameStop is in publishing business now. Oh, yeah. This the, yeah, this is like the second or third this one. This is published. their second game. The now. other one was from Insomniac, and then this this yeah. one. Um, don't know what to tell you, everybody. Just, it's only like a month until Dark Souls 3 comes out, so. I just want just, to give a promotion to whoever was like, you should call this Slashy Souls. Slashy Souls. Because that's an appealing name. Because <laughs> there's this game just... that is this, like, definitely a mature game that people over the age of 12 were playing. We should give the ripoff game of it a name that would only appeal to four-year-olds. Let me just express my displeasure at this robot game. 
by <laughs> pointing out that there was an article last year with Namco Bandai saying they would not do a mobile game because From Software told them that you can't do a mobile version of Dark Souls because the controls will suck ass. And Sloan shit money everywhere. Yes. <laughs> but lo and behold, the video they put out of Slashy Souls looks like a massive turd. I just can't believe that name. <laughs> I don't know. They have they have Nito this in there. Crazy world we're living in right now. They have Nito in there as a basic enemy that you kill with one shot. This is well thought anyway, out. Anyway. Regardless think, of my feelings I think feelings one of us needs it. to do a, a let's play of that. Right now. I got you, Joe. Shane. No, sir. Okay, Sergio's going to take one for the team. I'm, I'm going to give it five out of five stars already. I'll tell you that. <laughs> just based on the name? Just based on the look and the name and the trailer. <laughs> and the fact, and mainly because it's published by GameStop. Yes. Um, so... For podcast listeners, this will already be out by the time you listen to us. So, you know, you can check it out, I guess, or if not. you want, or not. <laughs> Just wait for Dark Souls 3 to come out, you know. Godspeed to whoever picks this game up. Uh, speaking of Godspeed, there's new Pokemon games coming out. Surprise. That was a perfect segue. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I was thinking Sun and Moon God. This is where they Whatever. run out of you know every so often Pokemon runs out of things and they're just like fuck we ran out of letters of the colors. alphabet and colors. We ran out of colors. So now we got to go to the Sun and Moon and then Jupiter and then uh, Pokemon Sailor Moon. I'm waiting for Pokemon Uranus. Personally, <laughs> just, we'll just call it Poke Uranus. Poke Uranus. Tell me more about Sergio's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Pokemon Sun and Moon is, you know, standard Pokemon sequels. It has new Pokemon in it and new areas. So, yeah. And then, and then red, yellow, and blue are coming out. Already came out. Already came out. Yes. They're right released. Now. Last night at midnight. So oh, last night being uh, the 26th. I want to say something real quick. So for in GameStop this whole year, uh, they are giving out free Pokemon, uh, legendary Pokemon for X, Y, and Z or whatever. And I have Pokemon X. So I never did this thing before. So I will go into a, into a GameStop uh, the last week. And I was like, hey, I want to download the Mew because Mew is in <coughs> February. And it sounds really cool. And they're like, "Sorry, we only we hand we got cards that we hand out. I don't know why they wanted us to give out cards, but the cards are done. So now you can't download it. But next month they do the download. Co- they do a regular download where you don't need the cards. So I was like, uh, oh, oh, hold, hold on, hold on. You're trying to tell me that a thing that is available for download mm-hmm. off of the internet." Mm-hmm. Is limited by a physical piece of paper. Yes. Sounds like a r- real rare Pepe situation. I was I was kind of upset because yeah. 
I made the effort to get there. Now GameStop, you get you get that. You made the effort to go into a GameStop. Yeah, I I haven't bought anything in GameStop in a long time. That is a hard rest venture in peace in four to five years. Pretty much. Um, uh, more exciting outside of the Pokemon Sun and Moon announcements, because they were actually prefaced by a leak which named them before the Nintendo Direct, the leak also included that the NX is going to be coming out later this year. And that's when which that is what we've been saying. going to come out, because it'll come out on both the Wii U and the NX, probably. Yes. So, and concerning then the leak... Smash Bros. NX Edition. Smash Bros. NX Edition would be pretty cool. But, uh... Yeah, since Sun and Moon were confirmed like two days after the leak, I would wager that the NX thing is pretty legit. Maybe. So, this D&D group that I'm doing... Uh, oh, 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 let me put up my glasses. My glasses are broken. <laughs> <laughs> my glasses. Um. No, they're, they're all like. The, I just big, want to explain like, the irony more. is that all of us used to play D and D in the same group together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, w- one of the uh, players was adamant that the NX is actually going to be named the Wheezy. That's <laughs> like that needs to happen because I want everybody to go buy a Wheezy. <laughs> they should call it actually instead of the Wheezy, the Wheezing, yeah. and then tie it in with Pokemon. No, they'll just go the opposite way and just call it a coughing. Okay. Changes the name and convention altogether. Mm-hmm. Gonna break out of this rut ring, guys. Yeah. Um, okay. Nope, don't I'm, have a transition for it. No, yeah, I'm excited for the NX. I'll see what happens. Um, it's gonna be better than the Wii U for sure, as long as they market it correctly and don't call it a Wii U two Wii U two three. <laughs> Something dumb like that. We, you two. What could they possibly call it? Brainstorm, people. We, Nintendo needs our help. Wheezy, man, it's gotta be the Wheezy. The Wheezy. Gotta be the Wheezy. Uh, Nintendo B. I, I think they'll stick with the MX. Okay. I'd rather, you know, they. This is where they should go back to just the Nintendo. Or maybe they'll call it MXT and then run into a lawsuit with <laughs> WWE. Uh, right after that, the wrestler <laughs> just hits it in the back with a, with a whatever. Pretty much. Uh, new Pokemon, and his name is John Cena. John Cena. Uh, uh, speaking of John Cena, super hot. <laughs> I, uh, super hot. Uh, what uh, is super hot? Super hot is an indie game that just came out this last week. Which is pretty cool. It's very basic. It's a first person game where time is frozen unless you move or shoot or do any other action, I think. Um, and so basically, you can react to people shooting at you a la Matrix, but all of your it's actions. It's like a stop motion shooter almost. Pretty almost. much. It's really interesting to watch. It is really cool I to watch. I played it myself. I've heard it's rather short, story-wise. <coughs> Two hours. But I, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I guess it's got some sort of endless mode, so that's good. Yeah. 
It does. But um, the news about Superhot, since it came out this last week, is that the developer is possibly working on a VR version of it. Which... That would be a trip. It would be a pretty crazy trip. <laughs> that, that would be one to do some drugs and go play. Because, of course, it's a first-person shooter, and you're reacting to people shooting at you. I feel like you would have kind of a crazy-ass time with that kind of game in VR. Yeah. Just the way the whole, like, the time and everything works, probably just... I feel like that would hurt my brain so much. Well, you know, if you were able to purchase a $800 VR set, you deserve to be <laughs> tripping out. You deserve to pay. Yeah. Uh, somebody else who deserves pain is Ubisoft, who is currently looking for investors to protect themselves against Vivendi. Who Vivendi strikes back, everyone. It's just so weird to me that they, like, they got rid of all their shares in Activision, who's a much more profitable company, and then was like, now we need to go buy Ubisoft. Oh, okay. They just want uh, some of that video game money, Cody. They don't care where they get it from. <laughs> they gotta get their hit. <laughs> Somewhere. Ubisoft look right now looks like a cheap prostitute that they can slap around and get some money. Okay. From. Perhaps. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that one, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just glad that uh, the you know the CEO of Ubisoft has been like, when my hell, when my body burns in hell, <laughs> you'll get this company. You know? He's like, he's so goddamn and he's mad. He's a short little this. French guy too, so it makes yeah. it funnier. He's I will burn this company to the ground before you take it over. <laughs> Which that is was good, an interesting Vivendi, French accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a bit of a like, Pepe you, you poo, love you. He's Pepe French. Poo. I believe uh, you. Uh, pa, pa, pa. just moving right along, I guess. Resident Evil four, five, and six are all coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Sunday, 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 you get a deal. Four five Deals. Deals. Um, I'm sure if Jordan was Is it going to be in, in a pack or separately? Separately. Ooh. As far as I can tell. Because they're going to be releasing separately throughout the year. <laughs> so. I thought it would have um, been cooler if they were together in a pack. And they're releasing in reverse chronological order. Well, that's as far as I know. stupid. Six, five, and four. So six is coming out first, and then five, and then four. Presumably because it becomes harder to port them mm, the further back yeah. you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> and they pretty much four is going to go through a whole remake until it looks like the Order eighteen eighty six. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, if Jordan was here, I'm sure he'd probably be talking about this for the next thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we would shut down. Yes. So, he's not here, so we're going to move on to the next story. Uh, California State Senate S-Bag. No, we'll censor yeah. ourselves on this one. Yeah. He's Le censoring himself because he's the one who wrote this down. Leland Yee, who you might remember from 
a couple of years back saying, Violent video games are bad, kids. We should the ban them. of all our problems. It's always those fucking video games. Fucking violent video games. They're causing all the issues with our children. They're the they're why we need guns to protect ourselves against guns. Um. Anyway, in a ironic twist, he is being sent to prison for five years for gun running. Yeah. <laughs> and taking bribes. Oh so, my darling. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Like, justice, sweet justice. Sweet justice. For a man who claimed that violent video games are the worst thing about our society. No, sir. I disagree. You being a part of gun running and taking bribes from people for stuff is probably a lot worse than violent video games. He's kind of like the lead guy <laughs> from uh, Breaking Bad. You know, mm-hmm. selling, doing dr- uh, guns and bribes and say my name. Say my Le- name. Leland E. <laughs> <laughs> I am the man who knocks. And my name one. is Leland E. I am the man who presses X button. <laughs> and then O button. And, and then quick time, quick time until Kratos slashes a man in the eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. You probably would have hated God of War 3. In fact, I can guarantee you did. I love that game. Anyway. Yeah. So, everybody rest easy. Your violent video games are once again safe from douchebaggy senators who take bribes and apparently help with gun running. Good times. Uh... Coming up on March 4th, speaking of gun running, you can play the second beta of Hitman. Hitman. If you're on PS Plus. If you're not on PS Plus, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Don't get to play it. That that already came out. You know, it was, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't so good. They used like a, there's a scene where there's a helicopter slashing a bunch of people. Um, there's a girl who was also Hitman. Fuck you guys, that movie was awesome. <laughs> I was about to say, what? <laughs> um, it was like, I, I thought, hey, I'm always the one who goes against the critics, apparently, because that was a good movie in my mind. I haven't seen that movie, so I can't speak on it. I just know a lot of you wouldn't like it. <laughs> Which movie are we talking about? Hitman? Hit, the, movie? the second one. Yeah, the newest Hitman movie. I haven't even seen it, so I will reserve judgment. uh, Quite interesting. (laughs) You can't even admit that you liked it, because you said it was interesting. I mean, just... I enjoyed it. I will say, I guess this is where it gets down to whether something is enjoyable makes it good, or if it's just... Like, those are two separate things. I enjoyed watching it immensely, but I don't know if it's actually good. Good. Here's two <laughs> movies that I enjoyed for some reason, and I still can't figure out why. Doom and Max Payne. Not sure Doom? why. Because of the first person sequence. That, maybe, or maybe it was just like uh, The Rock was just doing that scene that I liked in, it. in like classic B horror movie style. 
Oh, oh no, it wasn't because of that. I mean, yeah, The Rock wins. That's cool, but it was because what's his name was in the movie, and that was the first Kyle time. Irvin? Yeah, that was the first time he ran on my radar. I was like, I like this guy for some reason. And then he became Dread. And then, and he, was yeah, amazing. he became my favorite person after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Max Payne the movie. Oh man, so the one scene, the one scene that has bullet time was uh-huh. too slow. It was like boring. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on here?" And it, you know, it did, it it didn't help that Mark Wahlberg was you know sad and sulky, Max Terrible. Payne. But oh, wasn't well, so Max Payne you... mother for me? Didn't the Max <laughs> Payne movie also like include like I own the movie supernatural stuff, and it was really no. terribly done. No, it it was it was like in line with the with the game where it was just like the drug making people go a little weird, but in the movie they let you see what they were seeing. Yeah. So there wasn't anything supernatural. It was just like people were just so high they saw like demon monsters. Which I don't know why people would want to take that drug. Yeah, that never <laughs> made sense to me. Take this drug, you'll see demons. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Max Payne. Sign me up. Yeah, Max <laughs> Payne doing a bullet time is him like taking six of those drugs and then just going. <laughs> he gets shot in the chest with a shotgun and he still keeps going in the movie. I was just uh, like, what? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. It's yeah, like that movie. What's it? There's a movie, uh, Hard Boiled. There we go. Where uh, the one of the main guys gets shot in the back with a shotgun and still is uh, able yeah. to like kill everyone else. That should have been like a beanbag round or something. It's a it's a wonderful movie, uh, hard boiled. Speaking of games that got mediocre receptions, but I guess some people are liking it anyway. Far Cry Primal came out last week. Did you guys know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, that kind of went. Uh, it was kind of a quiet release, surprisingly. It was overall. Overall, I like. I've heard that even though it. It isn't the best Far Cry. People are still happy it happened. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I would be happy that it happened. I've seen a few videos. People, you can tame a saber toothed tiger and have it as your pet. That alone yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of where I stand on it. Like, it, it, it might be the same kind of formula that Far Cry movie or games pretty much always follow. But I like that they did try and do something unique for once in, the, yeah. in doing that. Like, I, how many games are out there that you could really say go with that kind of aesthetic? Of, hey, we should do a game set in 10,000 BC and ride mammoths and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think I can name a single game nah. that's done that before. So good for them on that point. Yeah. I, I think can't... people are just disappointed because they didn't go far enough back. Well, here's the thing. They want dinosaurs. They have opportunity. <laughs> That's about to say they they have opportunity to do that with DLC. You know, it's not going to have a season pass, but they could always just like you know put a DLC like like the like the Yeti one. You know, one where he, where, they, where he's just like two. instead he finds a cave and then some dinosaurs exist in it or something. I just want to go play art. And some guy screams out, "Don't go into the tall grass!" Don't go into the... <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is just like, uh, uh, you, they, they stopped you? They kicked you from the gymnastics team? <laughs> yep. 
Yep. It sounds like you all want to play Ark, so you should go play Ark, because that's a pretty good game. And yeah. you get to ride dinosaurs. That's that's so. that's my thing. Everything that I've seen about people talking about Far Cry Primal is they basically want it to be Far Cry Ark. Yeah. They just added so. giant beavers to uh, Ark. So if you've ever wanted to ride a giant beaver, you can do that now. <laughs> I'd love to play that game, but I'm not sure I have the patience to, like, find a gun and somehow tame a monster. I mean, a dinosaur. Because that game's, like, legit ridiculous in, in how, like, it can take a day, two days, like, real time to tame some of those things. That's what I'm saying. I don't have <laughs> the time. Ridiculous. That sounds awesome, but I don't know. About that. I'm having a very hard internal struggle right now not to make a joke about giant beavers. Oh, you say it. <laughs> no. No. We're, we're, we're gotta try and keep it. Did you ever see that Leslie Nielsen PG. part where he's like, oh, nice beaver, and then she hands down a beaver? There yeah. You go. I love that part. There you go. She's talking about vaginas. <laughs> yes. It was a vagina joke. Okay? Everybody. Speaking of vaginas, right? Battlefield 1 might be... The next Battlefield might be World War One. Cody okay. should be excited about this. I like how everyone's uh, going back in time. Yeah. I like how every everyone I'm is joking. now suddenly going back in time. Like, Battlefield is now just like, well, we went too far in the future. Let's go back. Yeah, but see, Cody says... Enough, man. I know Cody says it did not go far enough in the future. I still want to believe. Twenty-one forty-two. It needs to happen, man. But it ain't I this one. Because it's going. But I, I, I guess like if you did have to go back in time, World War One is kind of an interesting thing to do because it's something that you, you don't I, relatively I think untouched. Too many World War One shooters out there. There's been one or two like, <coughs> indie projects in the last couple of years, but. Big AAA wise, it's it's pretty much World War Two or what was the original so. Call of Duty? Was there's that a, World War I or there's two? that one game called like something of darkness, darkness something, and it was just like you're a time traveler going to different time periods, and you just <laughs> that one. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> and there's that awful what? game <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, and then you suddenly Didn't appear. You get in the Civil War at one point, and you take forever too. to hold the musket. <laughs> Well, that sounds That's like a fun like, time. Like, like, yeah, like a World War One game in, could be good. Like, don't get me wrong. But I just don't know how you can make that a Battlefield game. Because it's not exactly like a time where there was lots of vehicles and tanks. And Battlefield's a bit more arcadey, bit too arcadey for a type of fighting that essentially consists of just long periods of fucking around in a hole in the ground. Unless the guys like from talking- Bad Company find a portal that transports them back. <laughs> the four guys. Yeah, that'll work. I want part three. <laughs> I think everybody does, honestly. Because yeah. Bad Company 2 was pretty awesome. Oh, man. It was. Bad Company was actually the one Battlefield game that I played. Oh, yeah. Bad Company <laughs> 1 was like... It was the best single player for them. And somehow yes. they messed it up afterwards. Not Bad Company, but they messed up just like Battle- Battlefield. Battlefield. 
And then Bad Company 2 had a solid story. Well, I prefer the first one, though, but they were both yeah. solid. And it's mainly because their characters are so endearing. You know, they're the level yeah. of losers. So it's just like, guys. Well, it's because they didn't do their typical, like, nonsense that they always do. Of, like, we need to have this really intense and realistic and gritty single-player experience. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's... It's because they try to no. fall on Call of Duty, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Call, I mean, Call of Duty is the same thing, yeah. but at least Call of Duty does it a little bit more interesting. So, the question is, if Battlefield is going back to World War One, is Call of Duty going to go back to World War Absolutely not. I? No? I just, nope. After they got just, that jetpack, that's it. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> feel like, yeah... They they've really like hey we this is really working well we should keep doing this you know yeah the you black don't have to story. change time all the time you know? yeah after time it's okay to stick with something yeah. when you do a good job at it all I know is that after Timefall came out they totally changed the landscape of uh, of multiplayer shooters with the whole yeah. like running on walls and having tiny jetpacks on their back and then Halo started doing that and then uh, Call of Duty started doing it they did it twice. And it's and that seems to be the more preferred way to play, so yeah. no way they're gonna go back. It would be cool, so but they're respect. not. It's a good thing the Battlefield is going with jetpacks. Yeah, <laughs> in that respect, it's a good thing that well, Battlefield's going back then. Yeah, that's that that's another thing to respect. You're right. Stand out. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be able to do like pistol fights with other people. While we're flying biplanes, <laughs> I want to get and, like throw rocks at people from my plane because that kind of stuff happens. <laughs> I want to go around and just infect people with trench foot yes. so that they're stuck in their trench. You know that's gonna be like they're gonna bring commander back again, and that's totally gonna be the thing. Is instead of artillery, it's like oh, I've now infected you with sarin gas. <laughs> <laughs> I half second of me believed you were going to about to say with Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Okay. Yeah. I mean, time travel sure. could happen. Why I'd like not? to get infected with Sarah Connor. I know. Hey. 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 Something that Sergio would like to get infected with is another Alan Wake game. Oh yes. An Alan Wake return got trademarked. But don't expect anything for a while because, you know, that whole quantum break thing hasn't come out yet. Yep. All I know is that Alan Wake ended in, like, a, a banana nuts weird ending. Uh, in a good way. It was just a weird ending. And it's just like, I'm, that's cool. I just don't know what they're going to do. Because, what was it, like, a couple years ago, they, they showed their, like, <coughs> demo footage of what they were hoping to plan to do for part two. And it just turns out that it was just too crazy for them to do it because of what they they were just too ambitious. So we'll see what they'll do now. Because the idea, if you guys don't remember, was like now because like that black stuff in spoilers, I guess that black stuff in Alan Wake was uh, has the ability to create anything that creatives have in their brains. So it attached itself to Alan Wake. So his book started coming to life. Well, in part two, the idea was, like, anything could happen. Aliens, Bigfoot, why not? Everything. Bigfoot, make it happen. Make it happen. They had concept Alan art with Wake Bigfoot in it. Bigfoot. That's the thing. They had concept art with Bigfoot in it. I've seen it. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Quantum Break is their test, and they're going to use that 
to build the Alan Wake game. Or Quantum Break is a novel in Alan Wake. Mind blown. Holy shit. Heard for here first, everybody. Mm-hmm. Quantum Break is actually secretly an Alan Wake game. I wouldn't put it past them. Quantum They're Wake. crazy enough to do that. Quantum Wake. Quantum Wake. Including CIA. Inside jokes. And Iceman. Uh, and our final piece of news. Naughty Dog um, put out a new trailer for Uncharted 4 this week. And it included a very familiar piece of artwork from a little game you might know as Assassin's Creed. From a developer that is not Naughty Dog. <laughs> um, now, keep in mind, this is after Naughty Dog accused Ubisoft last year when they were, or two years ago actually, I think, right? For the Unity stuff? When they were one of the crowd that joined in on the rants about Ubisoft claiming that it was too hard for them to model a female character. Um, Apparently, it was too hard for Naughty Dog to create their own artwork to go on an Uncharted trailer. (laughs) Because there is a specific frame where you can see artwork from Assassin's Creed Black Flag Literally photoshopped to have the assassin taken out of it, but it still looks exactly the same. So Ubisoft kind of noticed that and was like, hey, isn't that our artwork? Yeah. And Naughty Dog was like, uh, uh, no, maybe. <laughs> and that was. Pretty much it for that. So, kind of one of those things where two companies jabbed at each other over the internet. I don't know if anything will actually come of it, but they uh, they pretty quickly took down the trailer and put up a new version with without uh, it with with new artwork in it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so something did come of it. Are bad. We didn't look. O- you know, we we didn't look it over well enough. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody's getting fired. I was going to say, probably the same guy who made fun of Ubisoft a few years ago. Um, well, I think that's it for our news. So, move on to a different version of the release list. It's just going to be, what's coming out next month? And we're mainly looking at big games. So... If we miss any like little indie games, sorry. I'm sure Jordan will cover it next week. <laughs> uh, March 1st, Heavy Rain comes to PS4. If you've been waiting for Heavy Rain to be on PS4, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's coming. March 3rd, Black mm-hmm. Desert Online. 
I'm actually uh, intrigued about that. I wasn't paying too much attention to it, but uh, my I guess it's kind of one of those situations of they did a really bad job with the marketing in the West, because uh, two of my friends have, were like, hey, this game's amazing, you should check it out, and they sent me some trailers from like the Korean version and whatnot, and I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty neat, so one of my friends pre-ordered it, and I guess it's... You can play it actually, like, I guess, like, right now. Ah. If you paid for, like, the $100 pre order package. Jesus Christ. It's got, like, a, a whole 96 hour early release for, like, for those crazy people. But, uh, I guess it's not until March 3rd they, they get guest passes. So, hmm. I'm gonna try it out and see what I think about that. The only thing I know is that game, apparently, you can become a giant Mega Man. So. Yes. Mega Man. Uh, March 4th, for you sad Wii U owners who are facing the untimely demise of your console by the end of this year, you can get Twilight Princess HD on March 4th. <coughs> uh, March 8th, Tom Clancy's The Division, which if you listened to last week, you already know how we feel about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, spoiler alert. <coughs> We're probably all going to get it. Yeah. Uh, March 11th, Hitman will come out. Um, it's the first part of the episodic structure, I guess. So, you know, first part comes out on March 11th. Yay. March 15th, UFC 2 comes out. If you're in fighting games, there's that. March 18th, an even bigger fighting game comes out in the form of Pockin' Tournament for Wii U. Do my pants get to fight each other in this game? Yes. Must buy. 10 out of 10. Um, no, not really everybody, but we're going to say it does. Um, March 25th, Hyrule Warriors Legends comes out on Nintendo 3DS. March 29th, MLB 16, the show comes out. And that's pretty much it for March. Sad. Um, do we want to do the what are you playing what are you looking forward to I think we should alright Sergio what are you playing what are you looking forward to I'm playing my bowels as I am going to the bathroom every once in a while because of the greasy food that I've recently had today and what are you looking forward to releasing them um, yeah, that also <laughs> I'm uh, excited for Dark Souls 3 whenever that happens April 24th. April 24th. I'm really excited for that. Uh, the special edition of the guide comes with a flask. Estes flask. An Estes yeah. flasks. Pretty awesome. So that's pretty good. I already have the actual collector's edition pre-ordered, so I don't know if I want to put down more money to pre-order. But, yeah. <laughs> so I hope to play <laughs> Dark Souls again. Why don't you play Dark Souls 2? 
That's 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 what I kind of mean. I hope to play that one because I'm so close to the end. I just have a couple of bosses. I'm, I just got to kill the the four kings, uh, yes. kill that tree thing in the Did fire. Did you kill all the DLC bosses? Yep. Okay. Yep. So you're just not killing four kings, tree thing. And then the guy. Same. King. Yep. Great. That's all I got. Break it on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Move it. Anything else? That's it. To? Oh, I bought a I bought a Crypt of the Neko Dancer. Really fun, really fun. I like that game a lot. I've heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. It's just so danceable. Tony, what are you playing? What are you looking forward um, to? I am actually the last few days. I decided to go back and play the Dawn of War two games. And it has been a blast. I forgot how much I enjoyed those games. Which part? Uh, I did. Re- I played all of the campaign, all like all the races in the campaign for Retribution, except the Tyranids, because that was really f- strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I I did that, and I decided. Is multiplayer now I'm gonna start still up on that? Surprisingly, yeah. Uh, yes, I there. For Retribution, at least, the last time I checked, there was like a thousand people still playing. Last man. Yeah. We we should do that (laughs) at some point. I have all the DLC for it. I do too. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying that. I forgot just how God there's mm-hmm. the voice acting in those games is so good. Also, I forgot to say. Uh, no, you finish. No, I finish. Uh, no, the ge- I know the game that I wanted. How to rude, Sergio! Sorry. I, just, I don't know. I think I just woke up mid <laughs> mid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cody. Go, Sergio. Finish yourself. I feel really bad now. Finish it. No. Finish it. The next uh, Sergio Gets Hard is going to be uh, XCOM Iron Man. One or two? One, because I don't own two. Okay. That's, that's that'll be interesting, because... Spoiler alert, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remember, like, that was, I had decided that a while back, that that's going to be my next one. Just because I heard it's insanely hard, so... Yep. At least when I lose, yep. it'll be the canon ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. There might. All anyway, right. Continue. Back to Cody. Sorry. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I just I forgot how fun those were and how good the uh, voice acting is for all those. I kind of realized because I'm also playing D and D again. I'm totally spontaneously on uh, Thursday, my friends were just like, "Hey, we want to play D and D. Come into my house tonight at like seven, and you're going to be the DM." So. Okay, so that sure. happened, <laughs> and it has actually been a lot of fun. But I've noticed, maybe as a consequence of me playing Dawn of War two again, that all of my voices are different versions of British people. Because <laughs> there's like, <laughs> yeah, because so, pretty much every voice in Dawn of War two is just, just different versions of British people. And I'm like, hey. All my orcs sound like drunk Scottish people, and all my normal people sound like space marines, and this is actually kind of cool, though. <laughs> so, so I've been doing that, and uh, and D&D again. Spoiler alert, my people, uh, the adventure that we decided, we decided to start with like a one-off adventure, 
and it's called The Dank Tower, and it's about Shrek, and he has a, a, the Dank Tower in a swamp, and no, he won't let anybody into the swamp, so we go in, and we kill Shrek, and my people his arms off. managed, well, the girl that we have in the group, she's playing a sorcerer, and she decided, like, we were in this really insane... Wait, hold on, there's a bigger what? news story here. Yeah. There's a girl? Yeah. And a D&D &D girl? Yeah. yeah. Alright. And she's she's fucking, like, the craziest, luckiest person ever. <laughs> she rolls 20s every fucking time. It's insane. So she's pretty much been, the other two are getting their asses kicked, and then she'll just be like, oh, I rolled a 20. Game over, you know. So, uh, yeah, we finally made it through the castle, and we got to Shrek, and uh, he, him and his little gang, and they were kind of getting their asses kicked again, and then she's like, can I seduce Shrek with, like, a charm spell, and then make him take all his armor and clothes off? I'm like, if, if you roll high enough, sure. And she rolled a 19. So in the middle of the battle, she walks up to Shrek, and is like, you want some of this? And Shrek was just like, yes, I want some of this. <laughs> and proceeded to just ignore everything, take off all his clothes, and drop his weapons. And then Joey was just like, Leroy! And ran up and chopped both his arms off. And killed him. So, yeah. And while screaming, it's all over now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over now. And this is after... I told them they could also do unarmed attacks, and then I had a giant spider attack them, so they proceeded to just box the fuck out of the spider for about 30 minutes. And then, uh, at one time, when they got caught standing over the bodies of all the goblin guards, the rogue somehow used interpretive dance to convince the guards that their friends were not dead, they were just sleeping. So... Makes it's sense. been quite an interesting, uh, non-standard, I should say, D&D &D adventure, but I've been enjoying it a lot, so... It's good It's good to get it back into that. And it's interesting playing it from the other side now, because I've only ever been the player before. Now I get to be the DM. Woo! And I get to have fun whenever they roll ones. So, I, I, I'm... I'm a, just like Christmas? I am a generous film? god, but I'm also a vengeful god, so... Just like it's been Chris fun. fucked with us all the time whenever oh, we yeah. rolled ones. That's the best part about being a DM is when someone rolls a one. Cause you get a revenge when you had a badass experience lined up and they rolled a 20 and fucked it up. Now you get to fuck them up. So, that's what I've been doing. That and Dawn of War 2 again. I'm excited for... Probably the Division. Most excited for that. I kind of really... Really, really, really want to play that, so waiting for that to come out. I'm sad that they don't have, like, a head start or anything like that, so I could get in a little bit earlier, but hey, we'll see. And then, like I said, too, I'm, I'm apparently now I'm also checking out Black Desert Online, because all the cool people are doing it, and I gotta be on the bandwagon. Yeah, so, Cody. Jeez. I'm a little late to the bandwagon, but I'm gonna hop on. At least for a little bit. But that's what I'm up to. What are you up to, Shane? Uh, 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 I am playing, actually, not playing just yet, but I just reinstalled it on my PS4, so I'm going to be playing Dying Light, 
because I want to check it out. Uh, you played it before? I only played it for like ten minutes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's a good game. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and they have the new expansion. I haven't really checked it out too much, but yeah, yeah but it's good. I didn't get the expansion. The hell out of that game, so. I didn't get the expansion, but I know that they put out a patch at the same time for the original game. That was supposed to improve it a whole ton. Yeah, they did that kind of, like, CD Projekt-esque. Yeah. Hey, this is the game 2.0. Yeah, so that's the main reason why I'm installing, reinstalling is on, like, I want to play it with the changes made. Yeah, and it's, it's if I remember correctly, that's Techland, right? Yeah. So. It's the people who made Dead Island. So, hey, this will, if at first you don't succeed, try again. And then if you don't succeed again, try one more time, and you'll make it work that time. Yeah, pretty much. So. Um, which, speaking of that, Dead Island 2 is never going to fucking come out. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I feel like it was everywhere out. last year, and then it just vanished. I keep hearing about it, though, so... I, 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 they're whittling away at it, but I think right now they realize that uh, Dying Light is the cash cow that need they, they need to milk. Yeah. So, but they're not doing it, like, thankfully, well, I, sh I shouldn't say it that way. They're actually being, like, pretty fair about their DLC. Dead Island 2 is not actually Techland. Oh, it's not. They're doing something, something different. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, Jaeger development and Deep okay. Silver. Okay. Who do not own Techland. Interesting. So, this is actually completely <laughs> separate from Techland. Techland was like, this shit bombed, but if you want it, we'll give it to you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and they did, so. Uh, Good for them. Dying Light was basically there. Dead Island 2, and Dead Island 2 is an unofficial other thing. Now. Um, <laughs> uh, my coughs are starting to get worse, which means I'm getting close to the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, so I reinstalled Dying Light. Gonna play that. Played a little bit of Dark Souls Two again for the first time in forever today, and got my butt kicked because I haven't <laughs> played it in so long. It's not like riding a bike, is it? Nope. Um. And, of course, I'm looking forward to Dark Souls 3. Nice. And you will hear that every single week for the next six weeks until it comes out. <laughs> um, start going. I'm excited for Mass Effect and drama every week. <laughs> um, until that comes out in like two years. Yeah, once Dark Souls 3 comes out, I'll switch over to... Sex. Oh, that's right, too. When's Day of Sex come out? August. Oh, that's right, they pushed it back. Yeah. Okay. I never asked for that. Nobody ever asked for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think that is it nice. for us. So. I want to give a quick shout out to Sergio's mustache. Yes. Don't pass mustache. Took time. Two months time. Uh, insert credits thing here, like Jordan usually does. Ba -da -ba 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 -da -ba 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 and we didn't think of a podcast name. 
Sergio's mustache gets hard. It's not quite phallic, so we'll probably get away with it this time. And boom! The Pixel Clicks Podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollock. The intro and outro music is called Dancing is Permitted by Deck Tonic. Do you like the show? Find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and iTunes. Just search for Pixel Clicks Podcast and we'll pop right up. And remember to read our articles at pixelatedgeek.com. Just look for our names on the bylines. Send us your questions, comments, and other things to pixelclickspodcast at gmail.com and we might read them on the air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter at pixelclickspod. That is pixelclickspod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at... Yes, Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21, and Jordan Pollock is at Jordan is a Bear. Does anyone really listen this far into the show, like all the way to the end? Like, really? Okay, here's the thing. If you actually listen this far into the show... Uh, tweet at me at Jordan is a bear and I'll give you a prize. Like I'll, I'll, I'll send you uh, the free game code or something like that. Tweet at me. Jordan is a bear. First one to do it gets the prize.